Ossington. Ossington. The hacker podcast, the dark web today podcast people and like Mr. Hill and all that. They want you to wake up and like go on Twitter. Come on. Come on. Oh. Hello, Germany. This is Alberto Hill. I'm from Uruguay and I am the first information security professional that was sent to prison in my country. Uh, well, since then they call me the hacker, not the infosec professional. And I am here to share my story with you. Uh, forget about being guilty or not guilty, but focus on the process. And I want you to to visualize all the problems that are obviously uh, in the system that must be changed immediately because it's full of flaws and lacks of any warranty of having a fair process and what happened to me can happen to anyone and things must change and when you see that something is wrong and you want to change it to, to improve it what do you do you talk about it and that's what i'm doing here right now and uh, sharing my story with you well I am an information security professional that uh, has worked in security for 20 years uh, in computer forensics, consulting, managing projects, uh, implementing ISO EEC 27000 uh, systems. Uh, I work almost in every field of information security. I'm also an ethical hacker. In 2016, I detected a problem in the stock exchange of Asunción Paraguay. Uh, the system had a important problem. I couldn't contact them, so I contact the third of my country, so they could be a link uh, with them to to report the problem. Uh, December of 2016, I found a very important problem in the most important insurance company of Uruguay, the largest one, where, well, I had a car accident, and when I got home, I got an SMS with a code where I could enter the web and track the status of my insurance. Well, after entering, I realized that I could access to all the records of all the accidents, all the people involved, the personal information of the people, police reports, uh, the reports of the doctors, everything, the pictures of the accidents, everything. I report that to the CERT immediately. And in 2017, I basically hacked one of the largest uh, information security organizations in the world, I reported that to them, as I always do, as I always did. 
And also, by the way, in 2016, I reported a debility in the TV, uh, YouTube TV service, just uh, a little debility that they had. So um, before that, I have always reported every problem that I found because uh, that's the way I am. I didn't, I, I never ever got anything in return. Here we don't have bounty um, established, so you don't get money for reporting, for reporting those, those problems. Uh, well, and in 2014, I report a problem in a medical provider of Uruguay, where you could access to all the rec to all the system using the password admin and the username admin uh, in the, via web, you could access to all the systems with privileges of administrator. Uh, a year after that, in the same medical provider that was the medical provider of my ex-girlfriend, that's why I was accessing to, to that site. I found another big problem where I could access to all the information, just modifying the parameters of the URL. You don't have to be uh, logged in, you don't have to uh, authenticate you. You just have to alter just a number in the URL and you could browse all the patient's data, all the financial records of the medical provider. It was serious, I report that. In 2017, September, uh, Interpol arrested me. They told me it was because of the medical provider. Uh, apparently they received, uh, they were attacked in February of that year and they received an extorsive email asking for certain amount of Bitcoins in order not to release the information that they had. And well, in my first uh, interrogation with the people of the Interpol, they asked me, did, I send, did you send this email? They told me, we have this paper where your IP address is linked to the email. I knew the, they were bluffing that that was a lie, that was not possible. So I, I smiled and said, okay, if you have that, then the mail was sent from my house, but I knew that was not possible. And well, the day after that, uh, they came to my house to execute a search warrant. And one of the officers came and told me, okay, if you don't confess that you send the email, we'll go to your mother's house. We will destroy everything like we are doing here. We will go, we will uh, go and arrest her and interrogate her. We will do the same with your girlfriend. So you decide, and well, I didn't know my rights, I didn't know whether I could have a lawyer or not, and I didn't know the implications of, of saying, yes, I did send the email, but I decided to say, yes, I did send the email, okay, to protect my beloved ones. And that was it. The thing is that when they came to my house, they were surprised by all the elements that I had, all, all the gadgets, all the equipment, and they were convinced that they, all those things were used as, were used as tools to commit crimes. Uh, 
there are just tools that any information security professional has. It was just the house of somebody with my profile. I think that they have no clue of what open source intelligence means because they didn't even bother to enter into my LinkedIn account to see who I was. Uh, so they could try to see things from a different angle and try to understand why I had all those devices in my house. I had a lot of, for example, credit cards, blank credit cards, a reader and writer of magnetic cards, which has an explanation why I had that. Uh, but they were convinced that I was carding. Uh, later, in the, in the most important newspaper of the country, appeared that, okay, the hacker was also uh, cloning credit cards as an affirmation without having done any research or review of the, of the material. They just said I was cloning credit cards. That was not very professional, I think. Uh, and well, I was sent to prison. I didn't have time, I didn't understood anything, everything was very, very fast, and I was sent to prison. I spent eight months in prison, I was denied uh, being released three times by the judge because she considered that my possibility of escaping the country was high and that I could alter the process because of my high uh, knowledge of computers. Basically, she was saying that with my mind, I could alter evidence that was stored and locked in a police facility, which is ridiculous. Okay, uh, my lawyer appear, appealed uh, the, the, what the, the judge said, and after eight months, the, the appeal was in my favor. I was released with a bail. I am actually on a bail right now. Uh, and that's when I, I could get home. When I get home and I return to my house, I couldn't believe what I found. I found 30, yes, 30 hard disk drives on the floor of my apartment, 30. That was ridiculous. I mean, how could they leave 30 hard disk drives? That's impossible to understand. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. After a year of being released, I could finally access to the file of the case that is a 1,000 pages file that I have a copy with me, and I couldn't believe all I read. The director of security of the CERT, uh, the person which I reported the problems with the medical provider, was interviewed by the judge, and the judge asked him, okay, did Alberto Hill report any problem in the medical provider? And his answer was, I do not recall that I checked some files and I didn't find anything. That's not an answer for that question in that scenario. You are in the middle of a criminal case and the males 
have a tracking number, an ID number, and all you had to do is to get into the system and answer yes or no. I do not recall, it's not an answer for that. I do not recall, it's for the charge. Okay, the director doesn't remember, so this guy didn't send anything. He's lying, and as he's lying in this, he's lying in everything. Let's put him behind cells, because all he, he's saying is a lie. He's not trustable, he's lying us in everything. Why did he do that? Why? You don't forget those reports of incidents. You might forget about a virus uh, problem or I don't know. But when somebody reports that you can access to a system of a medical provider with the credentials admin, admin, you don't you don't forget that. And the second report also, you don't forget that. And you have to work with the medical provider in order to, to solve the problem. So I don't understand why his, his answer was that. And well, it was all very frustrating uh, for me. And well, there were some problems such as the search warrant didn't have my name was wrong, the date was wrong, and the scope of the search warrant was not respected. The register of seized items was a paper saying we seized many pen drives, many hard disk drives, no chain of custody, all the evidence was contaminated. Uh, could never have used for anything and they trace all that from my house but then I ask for a third party independent uh, review of the investigation and that was denied it's a right that we all have in in any process of this kind uh, requesting another op opinion from somebody independent who can review all the things how they were done. No, that was denied and they didn't preserve the evidence which is the servers of the medical provider that they were not preserved, they were not cloned, they were not. They didn't make any images of the servers of the information. For the records, uh, the only copy of the extorsive email is a printed paper uh, that's not serious at all and that is surprising that they don't follow the uh, the standards uh, regarding computer forensics in a case that is in basically is very serious they didn't do anything of the things they should have done in order to preserve the evidence I offered them to give them all my credentials, all my username, passwords, pins, uh, anything to access to all the sales equipment so they to 
to make them uh, for to make them easy to to review what I have because I had nothing to hide. Also, I offer them to give them my credentials to access to all my my services uh, online on the web. Uh, I mean, I I offer them. I will give you all the passwords of all my computers of all the systems that I access of all the encrypted uh, devices that I have and the prosecutor didn't accept. I don't understand that. I mean, everything they could do wrong, they did wrong and makes no sense. So many things that I cannot explain and the last thing is just one tiny detail. The medical provider, uh, here's a, a copy of, of the report to the police about the, the attack and the, well, the, the security problem. And it was made a report before they received the email. If you check the dates, uh, you see that they made a report to the police before getting the email. And the email did not have a Bitcoin address to pay for the Bitcoins that were requested. And I had to wait a year and it had to be me the one who found, found out all that. Nobody ever pay attention to that. No one ever care. While I was interrogated in court, the prosecutor asked me about pen drives and viruses and a USB killer and a mask of Anonymous, but they didn't ask me why this email does, doesn't have a Bitcoin address to deposit the payment. No, nobody, I mean, it was me, myself and I who had to wait one year and eight months to access to all that and find out all that. And I'm still in the process, the process is still going. And the incompetence that I, am, I have to cope with is such that I feel so powerless that the only thing I can do is share the story with the world and try to, to force change in the system. Thank you, Germany. I hope to be there one day in person, really. I love your country and I love your conference. Thank you.